Hi, Sam. Hi, Lauren. Are you ready to talk about endings, beginnings? I am, because after all, we we are are the Watchers of Movies. So. So. What's up? So, listener John. (laughs) Yes. Who who recommended Tar? Who recommended Tar? Yeah, he prompted Google Bard to write a song about the podcast. Okay, did you see this? No, I didn't. Okay. Well, it's on Facebook on our Facebook page. If anyone has seen it, this is <laughs> not new information for them. But I figured since you don't check, you probably hadn't seen it. Yeah, so. I check very rarely. I mean, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rap. Uh, oh, it's a song. It's okay. not a rap. Okay, but I'm not gonna sing either. Okay, but here are the lyrics. <laughs> okay, verse one. Two ghosts, they haunt an old theater. They love to watch the movies there. They sit in the balcony and they laugh and cheer. (laughs) They're the hosts of a podcast about movies. They talk about the good and the bad. They're always up for a good discussion and they're always fair in their reviews. That's clunky, but... (laughs) The ghosts have seen it all, from classics to blockbusters. They know their stuff, and they're not afraid to share their opinions. This is the chorus again. They're the hosts of a podcast about movies. They talk about the good, the bad. They're always up for good discussion, and they're always fair in their reviews. Uh This is the bridge. Take it to the bridge. The ghosts are more than just movie buffs. They're also friends. (laughs) They love to talk about movies, but they also love to talk about life. Chorus repeats. Then outro. So if you're looking for a good podcast about movies, be sure to check out the two ghosts. They'll keep you entertained for hours, <laughs> and they might even teach you something new. Aw, that's interesting that we're called ghosts. Yeah, I wonder what criteria he put in. Yeah, to make John, it that let way. Us know because I'm really curious. Mm-hmm. Ghosts. I, yeah. <laughs> Was Why it ghosts? just because like we were watchers? Like, and that's maybe oh, to like the the like thing. Maybe he talked about how pale our skin is. <laughs> I am very pale. I have to tell you that when I get foundation, I have to get the absolute lightest kind because any other kind looks orange. And it's still I have looks a similar <laughs> issue. Do you? It's it's like sometimes it's like almost not light enough. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yep. Yeah, that's it. I'm super pale. I'm like Lilith and Fraser. <laughs> Which I don't know why everyone doesn't like her. I like her. I like Lilith. I don't think there's anything wrong with her. Do you, how do you feel about Lilith and Fraser? Uh, she's Niles' ex-wife. Um, no, that's Maris. Lilith Maris. is Lilith is Fraser's. Wasn't she? I thought she. She's pretty Bibi, snooty, Bibi right? Bibi Newrith or whatever. Yeah, she's, she's not snooty, really snooty. So is she's he? Just, so I don't really know. Like she's like to me, she's just really like stoic. She's stoic, and she's just kind of like. I don't know if cold is the right word because you do see her in a few episodes where, uh, or like the episode where uh, Freddie is um, having his bar mitzvah where she's like crying over him. So she's not like totally emotionless, but she is kind of Hmm. a little cold. I think she's just, I don't know. I don't know. But everyone, everyone like talks trash about her and I'm like, oh, I, I like Lilith. I don't have a problem with her. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. So I watched two Dermot Mulroney movies. <laughs> Double Dermot. I don't what was the second one? Oh yeah. So um the first one I wait, okay. Yeah, okay. So I'm trying to okay. So the first one I put on, it was Gone in the Night. It was with Winona Ryder. I think I told you about this and John Gallagher Jr. 
And the ending was like, <laughs> what? It was just so, it didn't make any sense. It was like an almost like a, um, like a thriller, but it was just, it was done. It was just written in a really, really weird way. Like the ending was like, it was like something to do with, I don't, I'm not even going to get into it. I'm just going to say, don't watch this stupid movie. Okay. <laughs> and then the other one I watched, which I watched, it was, li- it was probably on maybe like volume five of like my 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 tv because i was doing other stuff and it was um with leslie bibb and she's from american housewife she plays uh i know who leslie yeah, oh, you bibb do? Is. okay, okay. Yeah. i don't know you know <laughs> i don't know if you know this but i'm on a movie podcast with you, you are <laughs> what and then uh the girl from um the new hellraiser so the one that looked like she had the one that looked like Aliyah Chalkat and she looked like she had lip filler. Um, and it was like immediately I was like, oh, this is going to be really dumb. <laughs> so, but again, I was working on other stuff. I just wanted something on, you know, but it was like immediately it was like Lizzie Borden killed her father and her stepmother. And every couple years she inhabits the body of a young girl to enact her revenge. And I was like, oh, brother didn't she already enact revenge when she killed her family yes <laughs> I mean, what more revenge well we don't know if she did kill her family or not and there's like and i've heard the story a bunch of times and i'm not convinced of i'm not convinced either way i'm well, not convinced she didn't do it what, i'm not convinced so she what's did do the, it. what are the facts uh well i think that one of the things <laughs> i don't know there, there's a lot to it but basically like her dad had bought her stepsister a house or something and didn't buy her a house. I think it was like money related, but there's also been speculation that there was like sexual abuse too. Okay. So, but what are the facts? That's what I want to well, know. Well, I don't, I mean, it's. You said you've heard the story a bunch of times. Right, right. So somebody found dead bodies. Someone found dead bodies. And I don't remember who. I don't remember. I don't remember enough. But either way. Anyway. <laughs> guess I'm going to have to read the Wikipedia page later. I so. Um, so, no, but anyway. So, like, it was like the ghost of Lizzie Borden comes back and inhabits the body of some young girl. And she enacts her revenge using an axe. And I was like, okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. So, I watched the whole movie. Um, I well, don't what was the title of the movie? The Inhabitant, I think. Okay. Anyway, hmm. it was really bad. It sounds bad. <laughs> Dermot Mulroney was in it. Yes. Wow. It was a Dermot Mulroney weekend. Yeah. I was, uh, I didn't plan it. It just happened <laughs> that way. I was like, okay, he's in both of these movies. That's fine. That's he's what handsome. he's banking on when he makes these movies. I mean, you don't plan it. I definitely it wasn't that watching that movie because I'm a huge fan of Odessa Ozian or Zion or whatever her name is from, you know, Hellraiser. Um, I was watching it because Dermot Mulroney's in it. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan of his by any means, especially after I watched those last two movies. But he is a handsome man, and I am a simple woman who likes dark-haired <laughs> men and breakfast food. So. <laughs> 
Well, at least you're consistent. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I like breakfast food as well. Breakfast food is delightful. I love breakfast food. I want pancakes. Doesn't that sound delightful? I, pancakes always sound good. Syrup, really. I really just love syrup. Dude, right? But it's got to be like legit syrup. It's got to be like the real shit that comes from the trees. Well, I like all syrup. Um, I like real syrup quite a bit, but I like the fake syrup almost just as too. much. <laughs> I, have, I do too. I'm I not feel like lie. either syrup is. I actually think the fake syrup has a more consistent flavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I and I appreciate that about it. But I do really like real syrup. But, um, you know, I'm not picky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some blueberry pancakes. Oh my a little God, butter. That sounds little so syrup. good. Oh, my gosh. We should go and get pancakes. Soon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. So this past weekend was WrestleMania, which mm-hmm. was pretty fun. I don't know if any of our listeners are into wrestling but wrestlemania is a big weekend and uh that's all i have to say about that i guess <laughs> was I just, it it was fun it was really fun yeah is it less the whole weekend it does now since the pandemic during the pandemic they were like let's make it saturday night and sunday because i think people were really sad during the pandemic and so they did and now <laughs> they just keep doing it and mike has talked about it with me and we've talked about it about how like they should just go back to one night but then mike had a light bulb moment this weekend and he said they'll never go back to one night because they can make du- literally double the oh, money yeah. oh yeah so i mean yeah <laughs> yeah so they're never gonna go back but it's pretty fun uh it was it was a good one there was i don't know it it was just entertaining and Bear thinks well, so as well. <laughs> it's go. on Peacock, so people can watch it. It's not a, you know. Oh, my bear. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I haven't had a good weekend of watching really anything. It was kind of just like lame stuff, so. Yeah. But. Well, that's all I had to say. All right. Do you want to talk about the movie? Let's do it. Okay. So, endings, beginnings. This is a listener request. Listener Isabella. Yes, Isabella. Isabella, thank you for suggesting this movie. Bear just jumped on the table. (laughs) He just jumped on my lap. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, thank you, Isabella, for your recommendation. He does not want to be held. I know. (laughs) I'm trying to move it. He's like, no. Um, Yeah. So, uh, I guess I'll give like a little synopsis. So, it's about a, a young woman, Daphne, who blows up her life, quits her job, she uh, moves in with her sister and she breaks up with her boyfriend and then she starts dating these two different guys, Frank and Jack, and ends up pregnant and that's pretty much the end of the movie, right? So, how did you feel about the movie? I really liked this movie. I think it's um, it's a really thoughtful, sad film that unfolds as you watch it, kind of like a flower. I think it's it's it like blooms as you watch it. I thought it was really well made. I really liked the. It had such natural dialogue, and I. I mean, I. I don't. I can't think of a movie that has felt more natural than this one. But is has also been good because I feel like there are some movies that I mean, like, and it was all the way through. Like, it wasn't just like one moment of natural dialogue. I felt like she, Shailene, what's her name, Shailene Woodley. Yeah, Woodley. I never. I can never remember if it's Woody or Woodley. I, I think she really did a good job. She really shown she has she had a lot of uh, gravitas and she's just really good at being natural and she's a phenomenal actress. There's a scene in the movie Descendants with George Clooney that she's just 
like blew my mind when I saw it. I just she's she's awesome, and I just I think that this movie is just like a very small, almost simple story, and I think that that is just like less is more in my opinion and i think that they really captured it in this movie and i think they did a really good job and it's uh very it's it's actually like a really complicated emotional story but the the concept is is quite simple and and they pulled it off they didn't overcomplicate it and um i i really i i really liked it so how did you feel i didn't like it <laughs> i i was into it until she got pregnant and when she did, I was like, nope, I'm not into this anymore. I really didn't like that they did that. I felt like I have a lot. I, I was like ranting earlier today. Like I was like, I, I just, I feel like this is a trope that I've seen several times before where a woman is in a rough situation and like needs to figure her shit out. And instead of working on herself they write in that she gets pregnant as if this is gonna like suddenly fix everything in her life and but she I, even said in the movie she knew that that wasn't gonna happen i know but i just i also think it's just from my own like i i just see it so often and from someone who's child free it would just be nice to see something where they didn't they didn't do that it it just it felt like really contrived to me i hated that i hated that she got pregnant i hated it so much it made me so mad i was like i felt like they could have explored her figuring out how to love herself like there was a line that kira sedgwick had said uh ingrid and she said something like the next person in in line is and and uh daphne goes the baby and she goes no you you're the next person in line to love you and i was like yes and so i didn't think that her ending up with the child was the right way to go i felt like it was just it was just easy it was an easy way out, and I really didn't like that at all. I, I thought that that was incredibly lazy, and <laughs> it's it's just something I've seen over and over again to the point where I feel like I'm not represented as a woman of this world. Like, it's it's bad enough where I feel like someone like me who does not want that is just so poorly underrepresented, and it makes me feel like a fucking freak. And it's just like... So it's exhausting, you know, and it's like, I don't know, I'm, I'm getting emotional over this. And I didn't even realize like I was really I wasn't emotional over it when I was watching the movie. I was just mad, I guess, is an emotion. Anger is an emotion. Um, but yeah, so that's how I felt. I was it, it really like it, it put a totally bad taste in my mouth. I I think um, you should see the movie. You should watch. And I'm really meaning this. I want I want you to really do this. I think you should watch the movie Obvious Child with Johnny Slate. I did want to see that. Watch it. Yeah. Because I think on the flip side, I feel like it would have been lazy for them to have her have an abortion. Right. Because it's it's just shifting numbers around. You know, it's like it's like bartering at the car dealer. Like the car dealer says like, oh, I'll pay you 1000 for your car and then I'll take 1000 off this car. Like that feels like a deal to me, but it's not a deal to him. Right. So having a woman, an actress get pregnant and have an abortion 
feels just as lazy to me as her getting pregnant and keeping it feels to you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting because I feel the opposite of that way. I would have rather had her terminate the pregnancy and figure out how to love herself. I think I understand what you're saying. Uh, but and I, I've also sort of been walking around my apartment and saying the same saying things like the world is full of people who did not have abortions. Right. And all of those women have stories. And I think life happens in the complexity of life. And that's why I like this movie, because yes, she could have an abortion and learn to love herself, but life isn't like first I'm going to do this. Then I'm going to do this. Right. And then I'm going to do this. Like life just happens. True. And so I tried to look at this movie as this is a story about a woman who chose not to have an abortion, not for preachy reasons, not for anything, but just this is a story about a woman like four billion other women who didn't have an abortion. And it's just because that's the choice she made. Right. And so I, I, I think if she would have had an abortion, I think that they probably could have made it just as nice of an ending with the, you know, like the just as beautiful of an ending. I don't think it would have suffered at all, but I think that I just think that looking at it from the perspective of like, this is a woman's story. It's not my story. I don't have children. I've never been pregnant, but it's her story. And I thought looking at it like that to me, I really appreciated it. I thought it was really good, but I think obvious child's, to your point is more representative of somebody who just, you know, doesn't want to have a kid. Right. right. And it's also done really well. And I think it has a really, it's a really beautiful story Mm -hmm. and I would totally recommend you watching it because I do like Jenny Slate. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I know what you mean where you're like, Oh, I don't feel represented in this movie, but I I think that it's not just this movie. It's been, it's been this way continuously for as long as I have recognize this trope you know it's just it's like it happened with lily in how i met your mother you know she didn't really ever want kids and she had one robin didn't really want kids and then she suddenly had stepkids i didn't see the ending but i know that that's what happened but it's still like it's just that that level of like so someone says that they don't want a child and you're just gonna give them one she didn't say she didn't want a child i know i know i know but i it's it's I guess it's just it's just the frustration of feeling like again like I'm not represented you know I think I think really I know what you mean I know what you mean and it's hard to watch somebody just like oh she's a woman let's make her get pregnant and th- and that this movie is that uh, is th- the story about her getting pregnant and deciding to keep the baby, and that's why I thought you might like. I really do think you'll like it because I think it's representative more of of like your mindset, you know. Right, right. And it's a story about obvious child is a story about abortion, but it's it's a story about like because I think abortion can be so polarizing, right? And yeah, I think absolutely. that these two movies for me, I felt like endings beginnings. Wasn't just a movie to it was a movie to me about a woman who just decided to keep her baby, not because she was holier than thou, not because she had all these is she just was at an impasse in her life and she she just was going in this direction that it just life was taking her in and and I 
thought that that was a really good reason. Like, I I didn't feel like it was like, see, I'm everything's great because I'm keeping my baby, and you should yeah, all keep your babies. True. Yeah, it was just it was a story about Daphne, and right. it was it was a story about Daphne, and I and I thought that that was really beautiful because I think. Uh, when you make a movie about somebody keeping a child, there's always going to be a debate about like, well, why didn't she have an abortion? Like Juno, I thought was a really good movie about a woman who just, she had the baby and put it up for adoption, you know? So, yeah. and then obvious child, which I've talked about multiple times now is a movie about a woman who has an abortion right? and it's done beautifully and it's done in a way. So it's like, I think that, there's a lot of que- like when you see a movie like this i think people will automatically be like one way or the other but i like that these movies are done in a way to present it as more of a middle path like yes right. they do choose one way or the other but it's not for any like it's for themselves does does that make sense yeah it's reminding me of that song that you sent me um I don't remember the band. Those two women, the blonde woman and the dark-haired woman. The dark-haired oh, woman's so, really short. Uh, Garfunkel and Oates. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they did that song about like how pregnant women are really smart. <laughs> yeah. So there's like that one line where she says something like, "I can't imagine what your life is like without being pregnant," and and she's like, "Okay, <laughs> like thanks." cool you're right i never had a life until i had a baby and me i don't know but um and i yeah i'm glad that that wasn't preachy but i i think it's it's just there's obviously to me an underlying frustration that doesn't necessarily have to do with this movie but at the moment this movie is taking the brunt of my frustration because of the pregnancy and i i don't think you're wrong i think that they did it in a a well done way she was very aware that like things were going to change and you know um she's not really prepared for it but she's like you know what i'll just do it when i do it and um and so i don't know i i I, I just focus so much on that. I focus so much of of on that and that I, I really like it kind of just spoiled the rest of it for me. You know, it was like, yeah, I mean, really, you know? Well, I thought it was made really cool. I thought, like, I th- apart from the pregnancy, I really liked uh, how... The editing was really interesting. It had like it was beautiful, like that they would have conversations and then the conversation would s- turn to voiceover and then turn back to live conversation. I thought that was so cool. I, I like that a lot. I don't too. think I've I ever seen that, that before. Yeah. And I thought that the text messages on screen was really cool because I get really bored when I have to look at like read phone screen, phone yeah, screens in yeah, movies. Yeah. So I thought or that was like really these cool. Little tiny text messages that pop up and I'm like, what does that yeah, say? What does yeah, that say? It was like you know? really stylized, right, really yeah. big. And I thought that that was, was really a really just the technique of the movie i thought was really cool and it was um it took a little bit for me to get used to like the extreme close-ups i thought that those were excessive at first but then i got used to them and i kind of you know that i kind of rolled with it and right. and so that was good so i just i thought it was made really cool uh, yeah i really i'm glad you mentioned the text messages because i also thought that that was really cool um that it was just stylized and it wasn't like it was something that was a little more unique um so let's talk more about 
I want to talk about the mom, Wendy Malik. So I got kind of a vibe that there was like some contention between her and Billy. Oh, no. Never mind. My microphone. Okay. I got some um, like a vibe that there was some contention between her and Billy, um, which I don't see Lindsay Sloan in a lot of stuff. Like I've seen- I know. I, I feel like I saw her in like Bring It On maybe. And she... Was, was she in Bring yeah, It On? She was, yeah, she was. She was... Um, um, big red, big red. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She was in uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, she yeah. played Valerie, and I thought Valerie was the most obnoxious character. <laughs> she was so like she had like this crippling self esteem that was like it was so low that I would just be like, oh my god, like just feel better about yourself because you're dragging me down. Like <laughs> it was like she was so frustrating to me. And the only thing I can think of that I've seen her in is that I think I told you about it. Um, a good old fashioned orgy. Oh wow, really? <laughs> yeah, she was in that oh, one. Oh, interesting. It's a funny movie. I think you'd like that movie. Yeah, I think you said Jason Sudeikis was in it. Yeah, so. it's like a whole like Leslie Bibbs in it too. Actually, oh wow, I think Jeez. so. Anyway, um, yeah, it's like a a whole. You're gonna recognize the whole cast. Like you'll see, you'll be like, oh yeah, I know all these people. So um, I think. I think you'd like it. It's fun. It's a funny movie. Um, so I don't know. I, I thought that there was some. So Sue is, is the mom's name. I thought that there was like some contention maybe between her and like either her kids or like or just Billy because Billy didn't want to go see her mom. And it seemed like it was like around Christmas time or something. Um, and uh, Billy's pregnant, too. So that wasn't the part that didn't bother me. But, um, you know, she's, I mean, I'm assuming she's dealing with some shit, like, you know, not feeling good or whatever, because it's like hell on your body. And uh, she she was like, oh, I just didn't want to go because I felt like the vibe wasn't going to be right. She said something like, I feel like I just wanted to have the Zen vibe. And so, and I thought it was interesting that Sue gave, gave Daphne this ring that she like, She's like, oh, your dad gave it to me. But then later you find out it was like, she Daphne says it to someone. It was maybe Frank. And she says something like it wasn't really a gift. It was like a, like a bribe or something like that. She says something like that. So I was like, okay. So she obviously, I think, grew up in a situation where she probably didn't have a very healthy, um, like relationship role models, you know? Um, and then now Sue's married to a different man. So, uh, which he didn't really, I didn't find him in any way, like really even interesting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I barely remember him. He's like the dad of, um, the boys in, um, the kissing booth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, you could just have a piece of like cardboard and cut on a like, just draw like a smiley face and i'd be like that's him yes i yeah. recognize that man <laughs> i thought that that was an interesting story because she's actually um daphne was selling the ring at like a pawn shop yeah and yeah. she told the person at the pawn shop that her dad had a second family right so that's a really heartbreaking story and you oh, only yeah. really hear it there and, but you learn that the mom, Wendy Malik, what's her name? Sue? Sue, yeah. Sue has probably had a parade of, of partners that right. has gone through their lives. And then she finally has settled on this man who he doesn't talk much, but. Where is he from? Like Bosnia? Yeah, or something, something like, like that. that. Like, yeah. And, uh, but she seems like 
it seems like they love each other. She gets married to him during in the movie. Yeah. And it sounds like maybe Billy is just sick of that. And, um, you know, maybe it's hard to watch your mom just like flit around. And you have memories of how it must have been hard growing up. Like you said, you don't have really great role models. And Billy and her husband seem to fight as well a lot yeah so, yeah well yeah because there's like a scene of them fighting and and um daphne like kind of sees it but pre- mm-hmm. like she's with the little girl the niece so yeah they have a daughter that's like i don't know six or seven and then they're pregnant for another one and and uh i think that yeah and and daphne and her mom have kind of a contentious relationship and then they kind of are starting to come to terms with each other at the end which i i think I really liked as well because I think yeah I did too I think that something I liked is that um Daphne said to Jack that she thought it was really important to like start doing things for other people and so I think that's why she kept the baby because life isn't about her like right anymore I mean life it like and I still hold by my I think that what's Kira Sedgwick was the one in the still life club I think life doesn't happen like like things don't just happen because you are ready. Like, wait, what am I saying? You can't just be like, well, now I'm going to do this and this is going to happen and, and everything's going to be great. And then I can go to this like life. It's a mess. Like life is messy. Like she said she was going to take six months or whatever and not date and not drink. And that fell through with after a few weeks. And right, so it's just yeah. like life is just always happening. And, and I and I think that. And Kira Sedgwick's character said, like, I think you'll have a great life if you keep the baby. And I think you'll have a great life if you don't keep the baby. Right. And and so I think that she's just that I think that it's like as much they don't talk. They don't do a lot of the mother daughter relationship. You just see snippets here and there. But I think it's a story about like generation mothers and children. And you find out she's having a daughter and. So I just I don't know I think I think it's interesting how her and her mom have this like guarded relationship and then her mom says later in the movie like everything I did for you growing up was for you like she was trying to create a better life for her daughters and it just you know she was going about it in a messy way and then later she's showing Daphne like baby clothes and stuff and and she's like we could you know babysit and stuff and Daphne's like yeah I would love that. So I think that there's like a repair oh, wait, of the I relationship say, going on. Real quick, just she also said that she made the baby clothes too. Yeah. So it's like yeah. yeah. So there's even that extra uh, you know, care and love going into something that she wants her baby to she was like all embarrassed about it, but I thought it was really cute that she made those clothes because it's like sewing by hand takes forever. Yeah. <laughs> like I've done it and it takes a long ass time. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Bear is like all over me. What do you want? So then we meet Frank, um, who I really liked her chemistry with Frank. Me too. Big time. Like they were, I mean, it was like, just like, like animal magnetism between them, you know? And we've talked about like sex scenes and stuff, but I was like, I'm kind of into these. (laughs) I was like, these are pretty good. Like they were, you know, they're hot. Well, the scenes between her and Frank were very passionate yeah. and she seemed they both seemed so much happier with each other and the scenes with her and jack were just so like really like really kind of on 
uncomfortable like the first time they had sex he got a towel and was just like well let's clean up these potential children oh, and i yeah. was like i know and she's like Ew, what a way creepy. like what a turn like what would you like just well, cuddle, the, like, like just future cuddle. children like i don't that's, know yeah and, and he seemed like very clinical and he seemed very boring well and they like they had sex under the sheets like whereas her and frank were like on the table like mm-hmm. doing it you know i mean it was like on the floor like they couldn't keep their hands off each other um it was very uh, very passionate you're right like whereas frank kind of reminded me of like just another adrian sorry jack reminded me of just like another adrian you know like i was like i mean i don't know we didn't know enough about adrian to make that assumption um but to me it seemed like he was just like he may have been good for her in the long run but i think at the moment that's not really what she needed you know well, I don't I, see. I don't know. Maybe I missed something, but I I thought so. Something else I really liked about the movie was that for maybe three fourths of it, I thought she was having these recollections of a night where she cheated on Adrian, and that's why she left him and blew up her life and moved into her sister's pool house. And then you find out that she was raped. Yeah, and yeah. so she didn't just destroy her life; she was raped by her boss. Yeah, like, and oh my god! So she I was know. she was date raped. Well, not date raped because they weren't on a date, but they were all in a group dancing, well, and she had taken is, drugs. I think date rape just means the person that you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. and she was raped, and so she, her whole life was turned upside down. She didn't tell anybody. So I don't. We don't see a lot of Adrian, but I don't think Adrian was a boring boyfriend. I think no. her whole life she was traumatized by this thing that happened and she had to escape and he just happened to be her boyfriend and she escaped everything she escaped him she escaped her job she escaped everything and he kept asking her why and i think she was giving her like she said there was one scene where she's like we just do the same thing every time but i don't think that's what was bothering her i think the fact that her whole life was upside down at that point oh yeah and and i think that i wish that there would have been a scene of her telling him what happened because I thought it was really sweet that she wrote him that letter about like you loved me when I didn't even love myself and I want you to have a good life I thought that was really cool but we never and we got to see him like email her and tell her that she was going to be a great mom but I really wanted to see a scene between the two of them or something where she told him what happened yeah and said you know like it wasn't you I was you know like attacked I was raped by this by my boss and you know and and he's moved on obviously because when she went to give him that book he was touring africa and something that he always wanted to do and and so i i think that part of the reason they always did the same things was because of her not because not because she got raped but i think she was just as at fault for maybe not shaking up their relationship as he was but then really what was the nail in the coffin was the fact that she was assaulted oh yeah you know so um i would have liked to seen a a scene between the two of them where she explained it and just a a small scene maybe yeah i i think that um i mean like just this whole thing like we we have no idea like what's happening and she keeps having these like flashbacks and stuff like that did she actually see her boss in the club and then yeah she, she went, like stared okay, him so down he actually was there okay because mm-hmm. i was like is this really happening and i was like kind of like i i thought it was but i wasn't like super sure that it was really happening or she was just imagining things since we'd seen a lot of flashbacks of her um and, and you know like 
flashbacks of him or whatever. Um, but yeah, then he like called her and he's like, I hope like we were both drunk. We were so silly. Like he mm. said, still a fun night though. Yeah. So like, like, <laughs> like what? Really? It sure was for you. Really? Rapist. Like, like just so I know. narcissistic or something. I mean, so yeah. Well, I think he was yeah. probably saying that cause he didn't want her to be like, no, you raped me. I want him to be like, right. We had fun. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. It reminded me of like Justin Long's character in barbarian. How he was like, well, I didn't, like, she said yes. was like, well, she said yes because you harassed her into it. And that's not a yes. That's coercion. <laughs> so, you know. Um, anyway, I'm not laughing at that. But, you know, I just, it's uncomfortable. It's just, it's like a, like, the things we do when we're nervous are so weird. You know what I mean? Like, laughing in, like, an uncomfortable situation because I do that. And I don't like that I do that. But. It's like almost involuntary. Yeah, you know I, I mean? do the same thing. I'm like, thing. <laughs> like I'm yeah. sorry, why am I laughing? <laughs> you know. Um, so I really like that Frank sent her a curated playlist. Me oh, too. Shit, wait, I wanted yeah. to say something else um, before we get off. Uh, Jed, um, Jed is the boss. Yeah, Jed's the boss. Yeah. So she ends up calling. What was it like HR or whatever on her telling, old job? Yeah, yeah, and telling them everything that happened. And I was like, good for her good for her because that i'm assuming was not an easy phone Mm -hmm. call to make and she obviously i mean i think that there's probably like every victim of rape there's a lot of like shame associated with it and there shouldn't be because you're the victim but there is and especially with her boss she may have just like had no idea how to even approach it or may have blamed herself partially because she took those drugs. Um, but it, I like that she like finally was like, yeah, this is what happened. And you're like, fuck yes. And I hope that guy rots in hell because who does that? Someone, you know? Um, anyway, so Frank sends her a curated playlist after they met to suffer. <laughs> Um, and I thought that the whole thing, like the suffer zone or whatever, she's like, you don't want to be in my suffer zone. Also, they were smoking so much that I had a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, I liked all the smoking in it. Yes. I love smoking in movies. I don't know what it is. It's like so like it's just like it looks so sexy and fun. You know, <laughs> it's like if you ignore all the bad shit that it comes with it, it's great. It's fantastic. <laughs> um but yeah, and I, I like that he sent her that. And I thought that that was really cute. I also noticed that the numbers were not 555 numbers. Did oh, you no, I didn't that? notice that. No. I was like, kind. I almost called, but then I, I didn't end up calling. But I was oh. curious because yeah. it's got to be a phone number for something. I would think. You know? Maybe, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, what did you think of the playlist? I I thought that was super cute. And I was like... I think actually, um, I think the real crime in this movie is uh, that everyone seemed to be really immature about commitment. And I think a lot of the problems would have been resolved if they would have just decided what they wanted and gone for it. Like, she obviously was more attracted to Frank. She had more of a connection with him. Obviously, he liked her. uh, But for whatever reason, nobody was able to just put their foot down and be like, I like you can we be exclusive and and there was this line that jack said that really bothered me where he was talking about a girlfriend he had that was serious and then like 
a piece of her used dental floss was stuck oh, yeah. to the sink and yeah. he dumped her right after that. And I was thinking like about what a shallow person he sounded like in that moment. But right. then, and she said like, oh, I know exactly what you mean. And I think what they're saying is like comfortability with somebody is so scary that instead I'm going to act like it's sexy to leave. Right. Like right. I'm going to act like it's sexy to be indecisive, but really I'm chicken. Right. Yeah. And that's what it said to me. And I, I really liked how that was done in the movie because they all were miserable because of their indecision. And right. they, and she was the only one who made a decision at the end and wasn't miserable. I anymore. mean, you're right. You're not wrong. And you know? so, and I think that, um, like Jack said to her, like really tiptoey, like I feel like I want to call you something. Don't worry, we don't have to call boyfriend and girlfriend. And I was like, why not? I know. I thought that was. I mean, like, I just kind tell of... somebody what you want. <laughs> yeah. Like why can't? We... And I'm saying this out of love because I really liked the movie and I thought it was really well done because I right. think people are criminally afraid yeah. of saying what they want, myself included in some instances. You know, like everybody is afraid of saying what you want in some point at some point. But I just like everyone in this movie made a mess because nobody could just say what they wanted. And I thought that it was so well done and I really liked it. And then at the end, she finally made a choice and it was beautiful. No, you do make a good point and there. Like Frank. And then, so she, so she sleeps with both of them. They're best friends. She didn't know that at the time, which I have to say, can I just say this really quick? I didn't, um, I, I I know that they like said that in like the description that they were best friends, but I never got that they were close enough for me to really care about them having a relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Like we only see them interact one time, and it was a very like, "Hey, bro, what's going on?" Like, oh, "You're funny," and then like that's it. It was it was like some like it's something you would have with someone that you haven't seen in like two months, and you were like kind of you know buddy buddy with like it's you wouldn't be like oh we're besties you know you'd just be like hey bro how's it going things are fine cool see you later you know yeah i kind of felt like at that point she'd already come between them subconsciously yeah because frank so she went to, so this is this part i also didn't like so well no i mean i liked it i liked the movie i'm just saying like this part made me angry as it should have maybe i don't know but <laughs> So Jack came to her part-time job and was like, hey, do you want to go out with me and get a drink sometime? And she goes, yeah, but just as friends. And he's yeah. like, yeah, so just as friends. So they go and they talk to each other. And then the next night, Frank texts her and she meets Frank. And Frank was like, I get it if you're trying to make me jealous. And that's when he reveals that, that they know each other. That, yeah. Well, And then she said, oh, I didn't know that. And he said, well, I respect Jack too much to make a move on you. And I thought, why? Yeah, right. She told Jack they were going out as friends. True. So there's nothing here. Like, if Frank would have just said that night, I like you, and I think we should tell Jack, I like you. But instead, they, they like, both were texting her the next day, and she texted them, and she texted Frank and was like, I feel like I'm on The Bachelorette. I can't do this anymore. And he was like, okay, bye. And I thought, geez, Frank. Just just put your foot down and tell her you like her. Yeah. And Jack was like, well, I think we have something, so let's explore it. And I was like, you don't have anything, because you're very boring. And I liked Jack. I did not. I, I, Jack didn't bother me. Like, I liked him. I thought he was kind of sweet. So, 
but I don't know. I mean, Frank was where it was at. Like, I think if a man (laughs) if a man said to me like, we don't have to call it boyfriend and girlfriend, I'd be like, well, we don't have to call it anything. Find somebody else to play your weird mind games. Yeah, I don't. If you like me, I mean, I think if you don't like me, then you don't. Then you don't want to be with me. Well, yeah, yeah. Like you don't want to be with someone that's just like neutral or like whatever about you. You know, like indifferent. You're like cool, so you don't really care. Um. I think, see, I see it kind of from a different perspective, not so much as that he was uh, not wanting to commit, but more just like boyfriend, girlfriend sounds like high school. We could call it like significant others. That's kind of how no. I <laughs> If he would have said that, I would have been like, oh, okay, he's just trying to make it seem adult. But he wanted to, he, w- he knew that she was like ready to cut and run anytime. So he didn't yeah. want to scare her away, but he also didn't want her to sleep with other people. Right. And right. that's. Like yeah, you just gotta say, really you just gotta tell somebody. Tame. Just tell them, <laughs> tell them you like them, tell them right. you want to be with them, it, and that's all you have to do. Like, don't play games. And I felt like they were all like playing games with each other, but I, it was really well done. Like everything was well done about it. And she yeah. was, for reasons beyond me, she couldn't decide between the two of them, and I don't know why. Until well, so when Jack went on that business trip and she went on that little like side trip with Frank, I did really. Uh, like the scene where she's she started singing and then he left the room <clears throat> and I thought that I really thought it was beautiful how upset she got and she was just subtly crying when he was sleeping and she because I feel like well, that, he was like doing cocaine yeah he? like yeah. I feel like that's almost a realistic betrayal uh, uh before the cocaine the cocaine I'm going to talk about the cocaine as well but prior to her seeing him do cocaine he takes her to this place where she doesn't know anybody. Uh, it's like a band. They're having like band practice and they're singing. And, and then she recognizes one of the songs and they were like, they're coercing her. And she's like, no, no, I'm not going to sing. But then she finally starts singing. Which the lyrics that it was losing my religion. R-E-M, yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, I thought it was very indicative of like what she was going through at the time. You know, I was like, hmm, these lyrics seem to match up. And uh, <laughs> and so she's singing, which is very vulnerable for somebody who's not a singer and somebody in a room full of strangers. Oh, yeah. And Frank and her are making eye contact. And then she kind of looks away and looks and he's gone. And that would piss me off if me I was in her shoes. Like, it's very subtle. But I would feel like, OK, first of all, I was in the middle of singing, which is obviously something I don't do often. Right. Second of all, I'm in a room full of strangers and you just left in the middle of this you you know like that would make me mad and then she went to find him and she saw him doing cocaine with somebody which just feels like even more of a betrayal because it's like yeah that would piss me off i'd be like cool so you just went off to do drugs (laughs) so you went off to do hard drugs with somebody in the middle of when i was singing you left me with strangers and then he tried to sleep with her and she wouldn't and i thought it was just so beautifully sad when when he was passed out and she was laying there quietly crying and i think She's just realizing, and I I think there's a really neat moment between her and Billy where Billy is like, you're not going to find someone who checks all of your boxes. But yeah, I like that too. You could find someone who checks the important ones or checks most of them or something. And I think there's just this realization happening with Frank where she just is obviously drawn to him and attracted to him and they have something. But he, I think has glaring holes in a in a bad way like they're yeah i I think think so too what billy was saying is right like nobody checks anybody's like nobody in the world checks anybody else in the world 
checks every box like nobody checks 100 percent right, of the right. boxes i mean that's it's just not how life is well it's not possible and, either like right. and if and if you're looking and, for a person to fulfill your life like that's not you, you don't go, that's not the way to go about it, it yeah and you can't well, re- like you can't put that pressure on someone else you and know? um yeah you can't yeah you can't put that pressure on somebody else but i do think that there are like there are people who are stable and who can check the important boxes in your life and i think somebody sneaking away to do cocaine and while then you're w- while you're singing or while you're in a room full of just sneaking away to do cocaine i think if you're not if you're not like haven't previously talked about their hard drug usage yeah like and that's pretty cons- serious yeah and that's it's pretty scary so i would i think that that is just I, I just really liked it because it's not like it seemed a little bit more realistic like i mean not that everybody i'm hanging out with does cocaine but i know it seemed more realistic to me than her walking (laughs) in on him having sex with somebody else because i feel like that would have been lazy and it would have been obvious super glad they didn't do that because i I was prepared for that i was like like, she's gonna find him fucking someone but then then, i felt like yeah no drugs would drugs would be the same feeling if you're not prepared to see that and and i and i thought that that was really because you know like it's not like he's he's not like he snuck away to smoke a joint he's doing right right hard drugs that are really bad for you yeah yeah that are very addictive Uh and can cause long-term damage and like a lot of problems you know there's people who get murdered for these drugs oh yeah and so it's just like i mean look at miami during the like 80s (laughs) 90s like so I, i just i think that that's that's an interesting way to show that she still is doesn't feel 100 percent safe with him right even though they have this attraction and yeah she might feel safe with jack safer with jack but they don't have the attraction and yeah i mean they have like an attraction but it's just not there's something like her and frank have this i mean just this like undeniable chemistry Mm -hmm. you know um i i so i wrote down that frank seems like a short-term kind of relationship where jack seems long-term and i can like i can see why you were not like a big fan of jack i wouldn't say i'm a big fan of him either but i don't think either one of them really like if i was looking for something that was going to be lasting i wouldn't really go for either of them you know what i mean i just think that especially frank is i think also kind of at a point in his life where he doesn't really know what's going on you know um but i don't know i i think that i i just like i guess i guess i'm just such a different person because if i found out that these two people were friends i'd be like i'm i'm done i'm walking away i wouldn't i wouldn't feel comfortable messing up that dynamic or getting in the middle of it and she says that but i don't think i would i wouldn't think i was important enough i'd be like i want to be with frank if jack has a problem with that and that's jack's problem yeah we'll see if she that'd be different though if she had done that if she had been like listen jack like it was fun hanging out with you we had a good time but i'm I'm just not feeling it you know like Mm -hmm. and and but again this movie didn't have any real we never see these two men connecting in a real way for me to really give a shit about their friendship. You know, like I don't. I agree. No, yeah. I totally agree. Like, I, I don't I think. Yeah. Look, to me, I was like one time and they're just joshing around. I don't think I've ever used that term before, but you get like they're just joking around. 
And we're supposed to be like, oh, they're besties. Got it. Like, no. It clearly, clearly, like, they're friends. But is a woman coming between them going to be, like, the end-all, be-all? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, no, I think, yeah, I agree with you. There's not really any scenes of them interacting. You, The only thing... And really, Frank is the only one who really speaks highly of their friendship. Frank tried to for oh yeah, Jack seconds. like insults her. Yeah, or insults Jack him. Is, I mean, Jack yeah. is like Frank is just shifty. You know, he changes unreliable. his mind. He's unreliable. Yeah. Also, she lied. Wait, wait, can I say real quick? I couldn't tell if he was saying that because he genuinely felt that way, or if he was saying it to be like, you don't want to be with yep. him. You should be with me. I'm responsible. And I'm I thought it might be the latter more. Yeah, beard. Um, which I have to say that. Um, uh, Jamie Dornan without a beard, no, doesn't do it for me. But Jamie Dornan with a beard, yes, does it for me. I don't know. There's something like when I saw, like I didn't, I didn't watch the whole Fifty Shades of Grey. I've talked about it, I think. But when I saw him as Christian Grey, I was like, oh no, <laughs> like no, I'm, I'm no, thank you, thanks, but no, I'm good. Thank you very much. You can keep it. All right, all right. And uh, but now, yeah, whenever I see him with a beard, like he was in Once Upon a Time, not. It's weird not to say in Hollywood. He was in Once Upon a Time, the show. He was like the, I don't know, like the like Little Red Riding Hood, like the Huntsman or whatever. And he had a beard in that. And I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, yeah. Anyway, so um, I just wanted to say that because that's been like consistent like uh, throughout his career. Like whenever he doesn't have a beard, I'm like, I'm thank you, but you, you can have this back. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> it's also like when I see Sebastian Stan as like a dirty like rundown like like he looks like he's been on a bender for like three days. I'm like, good lord, I've never seen anyone hotter in my fucking life. <laughs> and then when he's clean, I'm like, he's fine. I guess I'll take him. <laughs> I I actually tend to agree about Sebastian Stan. I think he looks a little bit better when he's a little bit like wilder. Yeah, yeah, rhymes up good. And then yeah, when he's clean cut, he's just kind of like, oh, here's a boring Hollywood actor. Okay, cool. Like he's very handsome. He's a very handsome man. Um, I almost said young man as if he's younger than me. He's forty. I I is he really? Oh Mm -hmm. wow. Yeah, because I was curious because Shailene Woodley is thirty one. So I was I was curious how old he is because I'm assuming Jamie Dornan's probably around the same age as Sebastian Stan. Um, But yeah, he's forty. So. Uh, it's just funny though, like you know, whenever I yeah. see him all grimed up, I'm like, oh my lord! I'm like, I, the Lord has blessed me with a grimy Sebastian stand today <laughs> because I become an old Southern woman. Um, well, she lied. She lied to Jack as well. So, and also yeah, Frank. Yeah. Frank lied to Jack, and he said he told her that he just told Jack that they talked not that they had sex mm-hmm. and then like weeks later jack asked he's like you guys didn't do anything else you just talked that night and she's like yeah no no and th- so i was like she was lying so these three people too, I been like- well jack is kind of an innocent victim in this like he's not right. lying to them his crime for me his only crime for me is just being indecisive mm-hmm. that's the that's really the biggest problem i think i think he did a really good job of saying there's something between us. I think we should explore it. Good for him. But then he chickened out when, you know, when it came time to be like, look, I like you. He couldn't just say that. He couldn't just be like, I like you. Let's right. let's see where this goes. Let's right. be in a relationship. I don't want to call it boyfriend, girlfriend. And exactly. I just think like, and, and I, and I think that, that um, it's scary to put yourself out there. That's why people don't do it. But I, I, 
this is the mess that happens when you don't do it. And yeah, so, and it is um, very messy. So, ja- so Frank and what's her name? Daphne. Jeez, Daphne are, she doesn't look like a no, Daphne. No, she doesn't. No. I was like, when it came up, I was like, that's not her, is it? Oh, it is. It <laughs> oh, is no. her. Like, so, my immediate thought, yeah. like, they were like Daphne, and I was like, like, from Frasier? Yeah. <laughs> like, Daphne. I was like, because, like, I see, like, yeah, no, she doesn't look like a Daphne. It to seems me. like she, an old fashioned name. I could see, like, a. Judith. I don't know. <laughs> Just kidding. Not Judith. Alicia. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Well, anyway. Something. Yeah. So um, so her and Frank are lying to Jack the whole time because they didn't tell him that they had sex the mm-hmm. first, you know, when they hung out. Yeah. And then obviously she sort of cheats on Jack when she goes to Big Sur with Frank. But is it cheating? Because they're kind of like. Yes. Yeah, really, I, I mean, I think it is kind of it is really dis- deceitful and bad behavior. I think like if I was in a if it's I was, emotional cheating, well, I, if I was well, if I was sleeping with one person, unless yeah. I mean, unless he explicitly said, I'll sleep. Let's sleep together. But we're going to be sleeping with other people. That's one thing. But if I'm like in a perceived relationship with somebody even if we we haven't talked about the parameters it seems really icky to um sleep with other people before like there is sort of like in my mind there is an implied agreement when you're spending one-on-one time with somebody and and they were spending a lot of time together yeah Yeah. and you're not having like this explicit conversation that you're just friends right but they were also having sex with each other which is well it seemed casual for them that is also a step more than just friends so there is sort yeah. of like well, a, connection a lot of and emotion is involved with sex yes you know? yeah and so the, the, it's like i think at that point it's imperative to just be like hey what are we because somebody else I wants agree, to date totally, me yeah and i don't know what we are and i like if if we are a thing then i I want to be a thing, but if we're not, then I can't just like do this. Right. You know what I mean? So I just think just in my experience and my personal opinion, there is still a conversation that needs to happen before you go off and sleep with somebody else. Yeah. See for me personally, um, it would, if I found out that someone I was, I was sleeping with and we hadn't like had that discussion yet was sleeping with someone else. That would probably be the end of our relationship. It would. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I'd be able to look past it. I'd be, kind of bummed out by it i'd be like uh, like it's just it's actually kind of a health issue as well yeah as well it's like like to me it just kind of grosses me out because you don't know where this other person has been and there's any number of communicable diseases out there uh stis you know whatever um and i'd be like okay so like that's cool that you're that person and you can have that lifestyle and that's fine for you but that's just not going to be you i'm just not going to be part of it you know? sure yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah and uh, and so and you know i mean everyone has a different lifestyle but yeah i i don't i just think like I, I you know i'm not i'm not daphne so i wouldn't i wouldn't ever get myself in that situation mm-hmm. you know what i mean because yeah and she oh he's laying on your he jacket. likes my coat he, I think he likes your smell. Aw, thanks, your, Bear. Um, anyway, so yeah, so I think like the relationships are kind of doomed from the get-go because there's just yeah at least two people lying to the third person and the third person, Jack, is lying about how much he likes Daphne, I think. Right, right. And yeah, that's I also so causes problems. Right, because if you're not, yeah, if you, if, if he, if he really wanted to be with her and he wanted to be with her in a, you know, like a relationship sense, 
just say it just mm-hmm. come out and say that because yep. you know like oh, she clearly likes you she's clearly spending time with you it's not like you're you're putting yourself out there for someone who has like maybe spoken five words to you you know what i mean like you're you're fucking like yeah. come on, you yeah. know he and if he had been like at least he would have known then you know he if she had been like well i think she probably would have said yes i think she would have dated him um but i think that like her and Frank just have this, just this, animal, like this animal magnetism, this this um, like fierce chemistry that she just doesn't have with Jack, and I think that could be almost a little addictive, you know, like. And like, and every time that they like hooked up, like it was hot. Like that second one where he like brought the dog over yeah. and then like he kissed her. Like, and I was like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm into this. Well, I also think like. Jack was nice and Jack was safe, but that doesn't mean that he's the right relationship for her. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think Frank was the right one for I her. I don't either. think he was either, but I think, like, you're like looking at the two men, I think maybe you, not you, but people might lean in the direction of Jack, but I got to tell you that well, Jack does. Yes. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I would lean in the direction of Jack. Well, I just. <laughs> Like I'm I, just saying, I mean, you're not wrong about that. You're right. I would. I think that just because somebody appears to be a better partner mm-hmm. doesn't mean they're the right partner. Yes, I agree. Because it's like, yeah, between two things, one will appear to be better, but that still doesn't mean between those two things, one is right. He actually reminded me of, um, is it Al- Alfred from um, Batman? No, <laughs> um, that Brad Pitt movie. It was really bad. Legends of the Fall. Oh. He reminded me of yeah. him. He yeah, reminded me a lot of. of him. Yeah. And whereas, like, Frank reminded me of, like, Tristan. You know, sure. like, this wild, yeah. you know, like, yeah, um, kind of, like, unpredictable person. And and I just thought, like, I thought that was funny, like, after I had watched that movie and my par- my whole family was discussing it. And um, they were like, Alfred is so boring. And I was like, I liked Alfred. I would have chosen Alfred, you know? Like, I was, like, the only one on Alfred's side. Everyone was like, whatever. Alfred's boring. And I was like, okay, but then you have Tristan who runs off and, like, can't, like, I mean, he has, like, serious PTSD. Like, that would be horrible. Anyway, whatever. We're not, we didn't... <laughs> Well, I I couldn't help but put that like two two and two together. You know what I mean? Like it mm -hmm. just reminded me they had very like similar vibes, I guess. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a a good comparison. Um, But I want to talk about something that you touched on that I do think is is interesting as well in the movie, and it is it is kind of a dangerous thing and how she didn't like she didn't take the full amount of time to sort of learn about herself and learn what she wanted and then when she got pregnant she was thrust into like a world where you know like you know like she didn't have time to explore herself in the way that maybe herself like the Daphne in the beginning of the movie intended I don't think that's necessarily bad, but I do think like she kept saying to her friends like, no, 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 I can't be alone. Me alone is a really bad thing. And I do think that that's really dangerous. And I do think that is a shortcoming in the movie. You're not wrong. I think it is a shortcoming in the movie that they, that um, there wasn't some exploration of her, of like the being alone thing, like maybe seeing a therapist or something. Right. But I do think that so early on in the pregnancy, 
she you know like her relationship with jack and frank both of them sort of imploded and so she was alone and so i think she did i think we did get a taste of her growing alone and i think that that was enough for me in the movie sense but i think the movie would have been a lot stronger if they would have shown her in therapy or something yeah i i yeah i i didn't hate this movie i think i had a lot of anger because of just like how i was feeling but I didn't hate this movie. I actually did like a lot of it. So, but I felt very angry just because I think that um, I may be just going through some personal stuff that is reminding me of this. Um, And I, you know, like that could be it. That could be affecting it that I kind of didn't even like really realize it. Um, I did think that this movie was like what you said like it was a it was a beautiful movie and i like the way that it was directed and everything i just think that it's difficult from the perspective of someone like me who again is child free to want to see an ending where someone ends up with a child because to me that is a horrible ending because i do not want that ending you know what i mean yeah can i ask you though i'm like as a friend as a watcher of movie like why does this movie have to represent you um, well, I think it's like with um everything everywhere all at once where she's just really aimless. She was trying to find a job and I was I was there, you know? I mean, I just recently got a job, but I was unemployed since July and it really sucked. And I was dealing with a lot of depression and anxiety over it, and so to kind of watch this and kind of see her get her life back together and then end up pregnant, it was like to me that's like that's a nightmare. That's a nightmare to me. Like that is like a terrifying fucking nightmare because I don't want children. I don't want to make that decision. I don't want to have to have an abortion. Like, you know what I mean? And so, um, so I guess I think it's, I think it's just like, it's the emotional part of like her dealing with all this shit kind of was like really resonating with me because I've been there, you know, and I'm still kind of there. And I'm still at a point where um, there's a lot of changes that are going on in my life and a lot of different things are happening and I'm growing and I'm changing. And if I got pregnant, I would be devastated. But, you know, so but obviously every woman is different. Some women um, do not have that aversion as much as I do. And some wouldn't even, you know, like, you know, I mean, we've talked before where you've said like, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, whereas me, if it does, that's, that's horrible. That's awful. That's like, that's life ending to me. That's mm-hmm. like, I'm like terrified. So I, I think that there's, I, I also just think it's a frustration with, again, like a lack of representation because I see it so often. And sometimes I just want to see a movie where someone doesn't go through with that like in in crazy ex-girlfriend there was an there was a couple episodes where paula you know her friend got pregnant and she ended up having an abortion because she was trying to she was like getting going through law school she wanted to become a lawyer and she already had two grown kids and she's like i don't want to give up my life to do this and and i liked seeing that because i was like fine like someone like oh okay someone else out there is like me you know who if they were put in that situation they would do the same thing i would do and i it's it's touching on like a primal feeling Mm -hmm. i think it's touching on a deep 
primal, like maybe fear of just like aimlessness in my life. And ugh, I'm getting emotional again. <sighs> I guess I, I guess, I guess I see this movie because I, I think like I don't have children either. And I, I mean, I it, probably at the point where I probably won't have children. I mean, I don't have the aversion to it that you have, but it, it's not my story. But I can still watch this story about a woman who chooses to have a child and see that it's a choice she made. And and so I think it's interesting that it, it like affected you so much. Yeah, like a lot. Well, I mean, it's, you know, same thing with everything everywhere all at once where it affected me in this like really profound way. This not so much to that level, um, but it's still enough where I see myself in this woman and then this is what ends up happening to her. And to me, that's like the worst possible, th- not the worst possible thing. But it's not great. It's not even. It's 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 it is horrible. It's horrible. You know. So, but it's horrible that she's pregnant. <laughs> it would be horrible if I got pregnant. You but know. But in the story, like I know, I know that. But I mean, like in the story, it's like a very hopeful ending. I like, know she's it is learning how to be loved, even though there's not like a romantic partner loving her. She's learning how to love herself. She's learning how to give love, yeah. even when something can't return it. And I, I think like. She, her relationships in her life that were really strained are sort of healing and it's not because it's not the baby but it's the road her life is going down like right. i think so i think it's interesting that you're suggesting that if she had had an abortion and everything else in the movie would have been equal you would have been fine with that you would have well, been fine no. with her making amends with her mom and her like yeah. leaving yeah. Frank and her telling her sister to like breathe and her sister like realizing she's loved. So all of that would have been fine. Everything yes. being equal, she's just not pregnant. Yep. Yeah. But doesn't that feel like a weird bias to you? I think, I mean, I guess I maybe would have seen, like to have seen more, you know, I would have liked, like what you said, therapy. Mm-hmm. I think she really needed therapy. I think the movie was lacking. I think the movie did need, because I think the movie was suggesting that she was pulling herself up by her bootstraps by just making better choices because like I think that like she went through she was she went through a sexual assault she needed she needed like professional help oh yeah because she went through a sexual assault and she destroyed her entire life dumped her boyfriend quit her job moved out you know lost everything basically because of that and then i feel like it was missing an opportunity for her to her to come to terms with that right like really emotionally deep down come to terms with that and maybe that's something that bothered me too is that she had this huge traumatizing life-changing event someone who she i'm assuming trusted um did something completely horrible and unforgivable to her um and she, I guess it just seems like her good choices, being pregnant, I'm going to say, seemed like it was more forced on her than a decision that she made. You know what I mean? She didn't go out and decide she wanted to start a family. She got pregnant. And I think maybe that's also part of the issue that I had is that it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it was something that she decided to go out and do it just occurred and it's like now she decides that she wants to stick with it which that's fine but 
it's not for me, you know? And so I think there's a level of frustration with she's she's feeling so lost. She's, you know, gone through something horrible and there's just doesn't seem to be like a healing over it you know it just doesn't doesn't seem to be there it seems like she's jumping into beds with these you know these guys um which like, I, I feel get. like i feel like there was healing but it, it wasn't to your point it wasn't as strong as it maybe should have been yeah, per, yeah. it didn't it wasn't portrayed as strong as it should have been i right. think but i think it was there yeah yeah um yeah i mean i think she did heal some and i think that her calling HR and telling them what happened was a big indication that she was healing. But I, I, I didn't like it. I just didn't like that. The ending. I thought that I would have, I wouldn't have done that. You know, I wouldn't have. And I mean, like as a director writer, I wouldn't have written that. I wouldn't have done that. I would have rather had her see her explore herself and and get better on her own or or not on her own but like you know um not with a baby and so yeah that's basically how i feel i i feel very frustrated about this but i and a lot of it is goes back to a lack of representation you know and that is a frustration of mine because this is not the first time i felt this way not even close where I've seen something where a woman gets pregnant, has a baby, and I feel like she doesn't really want it, but they're doing it because it's like, I don't know. It's it's sometimes it's written in a way that I may I feel like it's written as if this baby's gonna like change um change you. It's gonna make you a better person. It's gonna whatever. And if you are relying on another human being to come to this earth and make your life better, that's a really dumb thing to do because that's not the way it works. It's like people who have a baby hoping it will repair their relationship. Oh, so you think a screaming like eight pound bundle in the other room that's causing you to lose sleep is going to help you fix your relationship that's already on the rocks? Probably not. You know, like it's probably going to make it worse. (laughs) You know, it's, it's, it's just that It, it felt it felt like it was lazy to me. So it's, I feel, I still feel very strongly about that. I do think, um, I think that this movie to counter your point, she never said she didn't want kids. She was presented very, presented very clearly with the option to terminate or to keep it. And she made the choice to keep it because her she you know she wanted to explore that phase of her life she told jack she knew the baby wasn't going to make her life magically better but she was going to see what happens she was going to you know think about it and then you know when she was talking to frank and he was like whose babe whose whose baby is it like implying is it mine or jack's and she's like she's mine i like that part. and i have to say i did and like I think that. that i thought that was kind of cute i think that the movie would have been different if it would have been like, I don't want kids. I don't want kids. And then she's pregnant. But yeah, the movie is also a simple lesson in biology is you can't just raw dog every man you meet <laughs> and not <laughs> women get pregnant. I mean, that's how the world works. Women get pregnant. Men don't get pregnant. I yeah. Mean, like, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, what I, no, mean is, I mean, you're absolutely right. I'm not like, trying to make a, I'm not, I just want to clarify. I'm not trying to make like a trans, you know, I know. No, like, no, I, I, you I mean, mean, women, biological with women, ovaries, <laughs> biological women with a uterus and ovaries get pregnant with unprotected sex. Yes. 
if you have sex in the window of ovulation that's science yeah so i think this movie dealt with it in a way that was science-based and not like yes well she's a woman and she's she's you know she doesn't want kids but we're gonna saddle her with kids because i don't think you're wrong either like like you were talking about people in other shows and movies that you know don't want kids that then all of a sudden they they get pregnant and that like defines their whole life and I think that's why I liked this movie so much because I thought this movie could have so easily strayed into that area for me, but it didn't. I thought it was done better because, like I said, the world is full of people who are born because a woman didn't have an abortion. Oh, and I don't oh, mean that yeah. in any sort of like pro-life preachy sort of way. I just mean like our moms you have like stories. Logically. Like my mom, <laughs> my mom has a story. And right. I was born. And if I had been aborted, my mom would also have a story. But this movie is about Daphne's story having the baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I, I liked it for that because I just felt like this is a movie about a woman with a story. And her outcome in life is a lot different than what I would do. I wouldn't have sex with two men at the same time who are friends with each other raw yeah. dogging all the time <laughs> both of them but i would i mean like girl like, like take a, the pill or something. yeah like take <laughs> like, the pill or something but only 99 effective though so you know, maybe use a condom too but i can see this movie and i can see just like the relationships and the and the the path that she's on and i and i just you know i i think that that they did it in a way that was right for the story and not in a way that was like let's punish her by giving her a child because she's a yeah. woman. You know what I mean? No, I, t I totally agree with you. I think that it was done. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I don't, I don't necessarily like the ending, but I don't, I, I don't think you're wrong. I think, yeah, I, I agree with you. Essentially. <laughs> that's what I said like three times. Um, I was thinking earlier today about how funny it is that um, Isabella, that <laughs> her, either i like really like the movie or i fucking hate it <laughs> like because she did that with five to seven really liked it and what was that Ky uh Ky Ry riley keogh one yeah. oh yeah yeah i can't remember what i can't called. remember the title with, i know i was trying um, to remember it all day i'm alone yeah yeah that one i liked i can't why is I know. <laughs> I was like trying to think me. it up, and then I hated demolition. So I thought that it was funny that like she, like she, you, Isabella, out there, um, have these like polarizing recommendations that I'm like, yes, like I loved Five to Seven, and you didn't really like it, right? I thought it was terribly romantic. So love song, love, love song. song. That's right. Yeah, I would have never remembered that. I um, I didn't, I didn't hate Five to Seven. Right. I just didn't think it was as romantic as you thought it was. See, I I liked it a lot. So yeah, yeah. And but I, but like Demolition, I was like, nope. I I really liked Demolition. I think though, I really like stories about people's emotional journeys. I usually do too, but just not this one or Demolition. <laughs> I did like Love Song and I did like Five to Seven. I Five to Seven by far I think is I've, definitely my favorite recommendation. I've liked all the movies that mm -hmm. Isabella has recommended, but with varying degrees. Like Love Song, I thought it was there was a little it was lacking a little bit. I agree. Five I to agree. Seven, I didn't find it as romantic. Now we're like just doing like an Isabella run. Sorry, Isabella. And Demolition, I really like. No, I Isabella, really liked Demolition, do not let I this really deter like you. This movie. 
<laughs> I think you have really good taste and I think I you think have really interesting and I think you have really um I mean this in the, as the highest form of praise, praise, but like I feel like you have adjacent taste, which I love because you always recommend movies that are adjacent to ones that most people have heard of. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah, like that because of, yeah. it reminds me of like, that's, you know, sort of the movies that I kind of gravitate to as well. Like, you know, and, and I... So and they I all really have like, like a that. similar like kind of romantic lovey vibe too. And I like that too. Now, Isabella, I think that your recommendations are great despite me not liking some of them that's not a bad thing that i don't like a movie i mean it's we're supposed to be talking about movies so please do not let this deter you from recommending more to us because we love it and it's it's fun talking to you so you know (laughs) yeah um oh so the entire movie i was like so anxious about Jack and Frank finding out about each other. Like the entire movie, I was like, oh, this is going to go to hell. It's going to go to hell any second now. <laughs> they're going to find out about each other. And I'm like, like the entire movie, I was just like, why is she doing this? <laughs> you know, like I was like, because I'm getting anxious walking, watching this woman do that. Could you imagine if I was like juggling two guys? I'd no. be like, what if they find out about each other though? I'm not that good at hiding things. <laughs> Terrible timekeeping secrets. I yeah. can't lie. <laughs> no, there's a line in uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine that, uh, that um, Gina Linetti is her character. What's her name? Chelsea Peretti says, and she's like, she's like, I would be a great politician because I have amazing hair and I love lying. <laughs> she's so funny. She does have great hair though. Oh yeah, so like the Rome Jack leaving for Rome in five month for five months or whatever. I was also like, Ugh. just bro, <laughs> like you guys just started dating. You're going to go away for five months? Like, that's not going to last. You know, he's like, oh, you can come up every month. And I was like, who's paying for that? That's what I mean. Like, stick. okay, now listen, stick with Jack. He'll pay for you to fly to Rome (laughs) once a month. Yes. No, I thought that was a little bit interesting. Like, I think that there's that's another interesting avenue in that he was not being held back. Yeah. And I think that that's an intriguing concept that their relationship, you know, that he was comfortable going to Rome for five months and just being like, you can visit once a month. And, and I think that that is an, another component that may make Jack seem like a good match, except she wasn't into him. You know, you know what? I changed my mind. Actually. I don't think I would have chose Jack. I no. wouldn't have chose Frank either though. I would have, I thought that until I saw Frank doing cocaine and then, then I was kind of like, okay, he's kind of a wild man. He's yeah. not really. But before that, I thought that their like back and forth was so cute and it was so natural and it was so indicative of what it's like when you meet somebody who you're just like, I totally sparking agree. with very organic. And it was, it was, it, yeah, like the circle of suffering, like you said, like yeah. the suffering zone or whatever and things like that. And, and I, and they, I don't know. I really liked their connection and I, I was disappointed when she saw him doing drugs and she, and you know, that that betrayal happened because I was, I really wanted it to work out with him. Yeah. Honestly, I wanted yeah. it. I, and then, and then, you know, when that happened and I was just like, you know, she's not going to work out with either one of them. And no, and, <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Like 
yeah, Jack going to Rome is pretty interesting. I think that that would be really hard for an early relationship. But oh, I think, yeah, I don't, I don't even know why you would. I, I, I would if, just say like, why don't we just break up now? And then if in five months we still feel the same way about each other, then we can see where this goes. Because to me, that's like, I'm not like, sorry, dude, but I just met you. I'm not going to wait for you for five months. I think if I liked somebody, <laughs> I would wait for them. I mean, if I, I if we were interested in each other, I would go visit them in, in Rome. If they were yeah. talking about it, I would wait because it's like, if you know, like... I, I, it's I, not, guess. I mean like I'm not like it's not like I'm like I need to find a man tomorrow I can't <laughs> wait five months I but I do think, think that it has been a week like, since I've been in the company of a man I do think that it's like the long distance is I mean there has to be an end in sight like I don't think you yeah. can have an ongoing long distance relationship I think yeah, five like months, one of you has to plan to move with the other one yeah, or something like there yeah. has to be like look we can do this for a year because we have to but after that we have to be together but we have to see each other multiple times during that time or we can do this for five months if we have to we should visit each other because a lot can happen in five months but I think if you're just like hey I'm moving to Rome indefinitely then I would I would be like okay well then I either have to move there with you or you know we have to break up because I'm yeah. not doing the permanent long distance thing. Right. See, because what I was kind of thinking is what would be really cute is if she just quit her job. I mean, she's not. It's like it's not like her job is some, her like, job was just like a side gig. Right. Yeah. Like So if she just like quit her job and just like went with him for five months, I was like, that would be cute. But he, he didn't suggest that. So but yeah. that, I was kind of like. It's, see, if someone had said that to me and I was working some like little job like that where I wasn't like, you know, it was just a little side gig like what you said, I'd be like, let's do it. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I get to live in Italy for five months and I get to, I mean, wh- why would I say no? <laughs> you know? Like, there's no contest. You know what I mean? So I would be like, fuck yes, I'll go to Rome for five months. Hell yeah. I've been to Rome. It's really cool there. I would love to go back, you know? So... Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was interesting when she came back from Big Sur and she realized she was missing the baby shower, her sister's baby shower. Oh, yeah, yeah. And her her sister was pretty upset and people at the party called her Lindsay Lohan. Oh, I didn't even catch that. I did hear them when like, she was like in yeah. the bathroom. They were talking There's about some her. interesting di- like party dialogue in this movie in the first party scene, the New Year's Eve party scene. People were talking about the Christopher Guest movie Best in Show. <laughs> And they were like, have you seen Best in Show? Where it's like a couple that have a dog with a toy and they're like freaking out. And so I sent that to Mike because we like watching Best we like Best in Show and Christian right. Guest. And I thought that was interesting. And then the next party scene, she's in the bathroom and she overhears somebody call her Lindsay Lohan, I guess, because she rolled in looking like she'd, you know, been out for three days maybe. But I really, I would have liked more between her and Billy after that uh, because Billy just kind of like blew her off. She was like, go get some food. We've already eaten because you're two hours late, but go get some food. And then she overhears the people talking and Daphne just leaves. And I would have liked to seen a moment between them, between that and the scene at the end when she's, when they're obviously like back in each other's good graces. Yeah. yeah. Because I I thought that, you know, like I would have liked to see her explain to Billy what happened to her as well, because the assault that happened to her had its fingers like reaching into every area of her life and it affected every relationship she had and yeah i mean like when her and and frank were first having sex there was a moment where she's like okay well this is like too much yeah 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 and so and i would have liked to seen her 
come clean to Billy because Billy was Billy and the still life women that she painted with once a week were the closest relationships she had right. really the most trustworthy relationships that she had. So I would have liked to seen cause they implied that she came clean to Kira Sedgwick's ch- character. Ingrid. Yeah. Ingrid. But I really liked I Ingrid. Think, yeah, I did too. And I, I liked that. Um, so I liked her and Billy's relationship. They were half sisters. And at one point she's like, Oh, we're ha-, Billy's like, we're half sisters. And Daphne's like, we're sisters. I know, I like and that I thought too. that was really sweet. And she's like, just so forget about it. We're sisters. There was <laughs> lacking in that, in their relationship a little bit, a scene of her talking to, to Billy because she really was acting pretty shitty going, you know, or forgetting about the baby shower yeah. and arriving, you know, probably pretty unkempt and yeah it looked like she so, hadn't showered or yeah anything. and she'd yeah, been having yeah. a lot of sex with uh, frank right. so <laughs> she needed probably needed to have a shower yeah and um i was afraid that something was going to happen to the dog i was that really stresses <laughs> me out when movies bring animals into it and are just careless about them but the dog was like happy as a clam he was like he was sitting at the table little, yeah. he was in the car so yeah bart bart and the little cor- corgi um mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I I think that the movie the movie could have been maybe like fifteen minutes longer, I think, and just tied up those ends for me, and that would have been cool to see. Yeah, um, I remember what I was gonna say. I really like when uh, her and Frank first met, and they were like hugging each other goodbye, but they like did not want to yeah. separate, and they were like about to kiss, but there was like this hesitancy, and I was like, kiss, kiss, kiss. Yeah, you know? yeah. Was, um, like Kathy Geis in Thirty Rock. <laughs> Have you seen that scene? That I think talking so. about? Yeah, where like Liz and Jack pretend like they're at a soap opera, and they're like, yeah, okay. Anyway, um, yeah, I I like that scene, but it's it's uh, back to what you said—the chemistry between them. It was mm-hmm. it was much better than between her and Jack, and I think that I don't think that she had bad chemistry with Jack. She just had fiery chemistry with Frank, and that's like the difference is that there was like, like it was so it was just so it was hot, it was sexy, you know. It was like it was mm-hmm. like yeah, it was romantic. It, as well. it was yeah, it was yeah. So anyway, um, so would you recommend the movie? Yeah, I would. I think it's it's a really well made movie. Uh, I think it's an interesting story. I I think that Sh- Shailene Woodley does a really really great job. I think she's a really great actress, and I don't think she's in enough. I feel like I would like to see her in in more things. And uh, did I, you ever see Divergent? I saw the first one. I never saw. It. Um, but yeah, I I would recommend it. I think it's I think it's a good movie. I think it's an interesting story. It's sad and it's pretty and it's it's a thinker and. Uh, it's on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Would you? Oh, would you recommend it? Um, I don't know. I think I. I don't know. I don't want to say no, and I don't want to say yes because I think it would just depend on person to person. I think um, I've calmed down, so I feel a little bit better. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, so I think I'm having a little bit more of a positive outlook, but I still feel pretty much the same about the film. Uh, I don't think my mind has changed about that. Um, so it's, it's, I guess it's, yeah, it's, I don't know. Yeah. I think that's the first time I've ever said, I don't know. Usually I know. And this time I don't. It's very weird. 
anyway thanks isabella for recommending the movie yeah it was fun so you guys can follow us on instagram at watchers and movies or facebook at watchers and movies if you have a recommendation you can do a couple things you can either dm us on social media you can also email us at watchers and movies at gmail.com and you can also visit our website that's watchersandmovies.weebly.com and thank you so much to mike for our theme music yeah you can find him on twitter at the mike show 42 his name is mike myers thank you mike thanks mike and that's it. Bye-bye. Bye.